0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Game Room Podcast. I'm your host today, Michael McLeod. I'm starting very abruptly just because I wanted to get going. <laughs> That's what we're doing here. Uh, joining me is always going to be Jonathan Duffer. What is with the downvote, <laughs> Richard? <laughs> joining us again, Richard Bergman.
1: The crowd goes wild. He's back. <laughs> I'm here. Oh, cr- I'm here to defend my trivia championship. I no, can't wait.
0: you're not. <laughs> you're Negative, not. Negative, sir. That's not what I'm here it's for. Not happening. I don't know why I was invited. You're not. Yeah. Potent potables for three hundred. You know exactly why you were invited. Later in the show, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite gaming music. That's that's why Richard's here. I feel like he would have a great, unique input to that sort of thing. And we'll no, see. I'm glad he's here for it. So we're going to be we're going to be talking about that a little bit later on. Right now, we're just going to be talking about what we've been doing. The keen-eared listener among you may have noticed that Dwight's not here, and that is because there were some technical errors. Either way, we'll be providing you with his like music list. We have that music bit later on of stuff that he likes, so look forward to that. Uh, but right now, Richard, you're the guest, of course. What have you been playing oh, lately? God. I haven't caught the last few episodes of No Podcast, unfortunately. So I'm I'm at a loss. I know wow. you talked about a Dragon Quest.
1: Yeah, I kicked the, I, what have you been I playing kicked that? around playing a Dragon Quest. I'm always like, so w- when you have a tremendous backlog or a library, as I like to call it at this point, uh, a, yes. a new title, <laughs> let's say a new title will come out. So Dragon Quest blank, apply that. And if you have not completed yeah. or played a significant portion of any other previous Dragon Quest, it almost feels uh, ridiculous to start jumping into that media cycle of like, man, I got to try this one Agreed. out. Agreed. <laughs> I'm Agreed. like, those are sitting on my <laughs> shelf. And I have two versions of this one and three versions of that one. It just, it starts to feel ridiculous. So I've kind of been focusing on backlog stuff, which of course means buying new uh, Nintendo games, NES games for some reason. Um, <laughs> yeah. New backlog. Yes, add yeah. to the backlog. <laughs> uh, this will look good Gotta on have shelf. backlog to
2: replace the other backlog.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm of course playing a lot of uh, Call of Duty Warzone still. That seems to be like my go-to. I've got 15 minutes. i got... Six hours. I don't know. It'll feel like the same. And uh, <laughs> Okay, yeah. yeah. Very reasonable a, thing to do. All right. s- social experience type <laughs> thing. Um, I completed mm. Final Fantasy sixteen at the very tail end of last year, which I figured out is the uh, first time... I do
0: remember y'all's was that? Game of the Year episode. I, I did listen yeah, to yeah. y'all's Game of the Year episode. And that, that
1: game just that game hit, man. If you have any way to play Final Fantasy sixteen, I fucking loved every minute of it. Uh, apparently, it's not a hit on the show. <laughs> yeah. No, it isn't. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> our our opinion of it isn't quite as high as uh, I don't know for different reasons. We could get into I, it, but it's it, we it's been talked to. I famously
1: on this show or maybe already. infamously, Michael knows this maybe better than the other two guys. I do not finish a lot of games. I start a lot of games. I dabble with a lot of yeah. stuff. I can can I get this to play? I beat this game, and this is the second Final Fantasy that I've ever completed. So, and within. Five years of it coming out within six months of it coming out. Even I, I mean,
0: yeah. hey,
2: and that paired with if you uh,
0: if you played it and you enjoyed it, that's all oh that really God. matters. And I'm glad you yeah. liked it
2: a lot, singing its praises. I will play it eventually, but this, I, ha- I haven't gotten. To it's play coming it to PC, yet. Duffer, so
1: you'll you'll have your crack at it. Eight eight there CDs go. yep. of gorgeous music, just one of the best soundtracks <laughs> ever. Eight CDs. Yeah, really? I wow. thought about putting one of those tracks on this. I think list. he
0: made that up. Did you make that up? No, it's eight. It's eight discs. Oh, it yeah, actually is the, a thing. I wow. thought you were just making some some. No, the deluxe one up. is okay. eight
1: CDs. The the common one that you'll see that you don't have to order from the Square Enix store. <laughs> the peasant yeah, the peasant one, one is seven discs. <laughs> <laughs> the, the normal, uh, the non deluxe one. Um, okay. On top of that, the PlayStation Portal came out at the end of last year. It's like a dedicated streaming thing, and that like uh, yeah. with my configuration here at the house, like that really helped me put away Final Fantasy sixteen. It was like a brand new way to play it. I had the headphones right there on the machine and the device and. I could put it to sleep whenever I needed to and move around the house, and it just fit it fit my lifestyle perfectly and really really opened the door for me to complete that game. There you go. <laughs> and then uh, on that note, um, there's a former GameSpot editor, and he went on to found Giant Bomb, and then now he's on his own. He's doing his own thing. His name's Jeff Gersman, but he is ranking mm-hmm. the NES games for science, and he is playing every single Nintendo game that came out. And wow. I collected for this system many, many, many years ago. Uh, There was a time when my company purchased Rhino video games, if you remember Rhino video games.
3: But uh, we
1: had, like, basically, so if you had, let's say, uh, I got the the Misadventures of Tron Bond, the PS1 game. Let's say that's a $50 PS1 game for my company, uh, or or for Rhino. My company would have had it for $2, because they tried to get rid of this stuff years ago. They didn't think retro gaming was ever going to be a thing. So we had a heads up. We had a heads up the day that all these SKUs were going to change over. And I took the next 2 days off and I traveled to those stores when they were converting those SKUs over and I just racked up as much old school. That's where a lot of my library came from to be honest was was the SKU conversion and got my employee discount on top of it. It was just crazy and they're looking at me like, "Holy shit, what's happening here?" But I th- <laughs> I thought I had collected for that console in the capacity that I wanted to. Like I had Zelda, I had Mario Brothers 3, I had um tetris i had bionic commando like i had the i had the quintessential titles and as he's playing this and he plays like 20 to 30 minutes of each one and then he ranks them right so yeah after the first game he has the best and the worst nes game of all time and he's just been like filling those out as he goes and i'll see a game and i'm like man i remember that from back in the day i probably have this and i don't it's like ah and there's actually there's actually an old school uh game store i don't know if uh we talk too much proximity on here, but basically, if it's a commonish a game better. like Rygar, he played Rygar, and I did not have Rygar for Nintendo. And this game shop close to me had it for ten bucks, so it's like I'm able to just go huh. find them at this at this store. And NES games are super cheap right now, but it's just been.
0: Can't you play uh, the NES Rygar on the PS2 version? Isn't like a bonus thing? I think it. I think it might be. I'm not sure about. You that may, game, but I, I have to I, fact I, check that later. It's it different. might have been the arcade one. Yeah, I know
1: that PS2 Rygar. Yeah, I know I know it's a different And there's a Wii game, Rygar. Yeah. Like they keep reinventing it. And I think we're due. The
0: Wii Rygar is the is the PS2 Rygar with a different character. Okay. That's, that's we're due for
1: a new Rygar reboot yeah. then.
0: Uh but it's just been fun I'll going back. It, yeah. Bring <laughs> Rygar back. Uh Guardian
1: legend, the low G Man, Dragon's was it Dragon Spirit? It's like a vertical shooter with dragons, and you get power ups and the dragon will turn into like three heads and
0: Oh, you're all about some NES I, games. They right now. they're oh they're gosh, cheap
1: yeah. and I'm plugging them in. It's it's that same sense of discovery, like I mean, we were all kids that drooled over gaming magazines and looked forward to pre-orders and everything now is like there's a review cycle and there's a media cycle and going back to Final Fantasy sixteen, I think that was part of my, my excitement with it is we didn't have that churn of information. There was a couple trailers and then after announcement, it was like six months after announcement, there's a new Final Fantasy game. And everybody gets it at once. You're not seeing Japanese screens two years ahead of time, but just I think that sense of discovery is what I've been chasing. So it's been a lot of backlog titles, and uh, I've downloaded some stuff to stream to my um, portal. Uh, I downloaded uh, *Sinuous Sacrifice*, the first Hellblade game. I want to play that before the second one comes out. No, that was that's that was funny. one of our game club games not too <laughs> long uh, when you were on the show, Michael, and I didn't fin- I just didn't finish was it? it, but.
0: Maybe that was the last time I played it. It could be. I don't
1: remember. But um, really just backlog stuff and tinkering around like I do, it's it's one of my Do you guys
0: still do Game Club? No,
1: we haven't done it in years.
0: Uh, You should should do what we do where we just pick games for each other to play instead of uh, a collective game. It, I thought we could just I, torture each other that we, way. Tr- yeah. we try,
1: but it, it <laughs> it's fitting everybody's schedules in. Like, it, everybody has different stuff going yeah.
2: on. Yeah, it gets it gets hard. Uh, my current sickness, yeah. and
1: I'll wrap up and head it on to somebody else, is 3D shit. And I, mm. Michael was around the last time I had the 3D sickness, and we, we were playing, what, Captain America on PS3 <laughs> on that little 3D TV I have?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So I'm going okay. through and looking at the list of 3D titles. Uh, I want to play Ico. I want to play Shadow of the Colossus. That may be some foreshadowing for later mm-hmm. on. Uh, but I've been playing like Virtua tennis. We haven't got a good uh tennis game in two generations. So it's like all these great tennis games are stuck on and I fucking love tennis games. They announced a new top spin like two weeks ago, but it's the it's the mafia team yeah. making that. And I'm like, well, they, they're great game developers, but like I'm but willing to spend it's tennis. Okay, but I'm willing to spend <laughs> like seventy dollars if everything's on the disc. Give me the whole game on the disc yeah. for 70 bucks. And I'm kind of on an anti-physical thing at this point moment too with the way physical media is going and xbox shutting down their physical media printing divisions and stuff like that and it's just i like having the thing that i own
0: we're we're at a weird transition it sucks right now. man it's, it's i think i'm I'm yeah. as you
1: could tell from all this shit it's like a deep nostalgia trip like i just want to play the game i go get this game from the shop that hasn't maybe hasn't been played in 20 or 30 years and i clean up the pins and i pop it in my yeah. nintendo and i'm playing it and it may have a rental sticker on it. That's I mean, another nostalgia trip. Hey, when's the last time you rented a
0: game? I mean, I love to have those games too, but at least at least if you really want to try stuff now, I mean, you can get the whole NES library on a
1: You can. Track. And I, if you really wanted to just play the game, I bought one of those But it's, uh, it's something
0: about having the carts, you know. There
1: is. And they're they're inexpensive, uh, so
0: yeah. like pff, 8 or 10 dollars. I, I have a title most, that I can find. Yeah, most of them yeah. are. I think I was playing Batman, like the the Sunsoft Batman not that long ago. <laughs> the game is hard as it's hell. It's hard, but it's solid. Oh like it
1: looks it looks 16 bit. Like, it's in that trade-off area of, like, okay, this looks really good.
0: If it wasn't for, like, the lack of, like, everything's purple or blue or right. black. It's, well, <laughs> like, your only That colors. color palette they had and to work with. This is, like, okay. Yeah, they did not clearly have much to go with, so. That's uh, about it. That's what stuff, I've,
1: uh, I've been dabbling with. Last year was, like, the year of the handheld, so, like, PlayStation Portal, and I got the Steam Deck, and. Even at that, I almost ignored the Switch library completely last year, so there's tons of stuff to
0: catch up there. Yeah. We bump around like that. Yeah. I haven't touched my Steam Deck till just recently, myself, just because it's like, I almost even thought about selling it a few times. I was like, you know what? No. Let's just buy something that I can play in the Steam Deck and yeah. use it. And I did. So, so I, I broke my um, emulators I'm gonna on it spring. somehow. And that pissed me off, so it's like, I'm not going back to this thing uh, for a minute. Come on,
1: <laughs> Broke it because yeah, I deleted the it. BIOS somewhere <laughs> and I don't know where.
0: Well, good luck. Uh, Jonathan, let's pick on you next. What you've been playing?
2: Uh, not too much. Um, where did the list go? I played, uh, I get... I've been playing Senua's Sacrifice, actually. Um, uh, I'm almost done with it. I was hoping I was going to finish it up by, uh, by, um, the recording, but I didn't. I still have, like, a little bit left to go. Uh, so that's been, that's been pretty interesting. It's, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I said pretty much all that there is to say about it in the last episode. Yeah. Um. So there's not too much more to say. It's, you know, a lot of walking, a lot of listening, a lot of little puzzle solving <laughs> and a little combat thrown in here and there. Uh, it's fun, but it's definitely not something that to go to. If you're looking for like a deep combat experience, it's more of a deep or a cheerful story time at all or a cheerful <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, it's a deep yeah. story experience uh, for
3: sure. I think That's what hit me when I was no. playing. It.
2: It's like it's like Last of Us. I've
1: never completed Last of Us.
3: Mm. Yeah. It's like
2: I'm never in the mood to go experience this. So the only other games I've been playing other than the Game Club games is Bioshock 2. Getting close, I'm, I think I'm getting close to the end of that. I think I watched and you play some so of that. I think so, yeah. Soon, I think, probably in my next, the stre- next stream of it, which will be, this is going to go up later, so whatever. But my next stream of it, I'll probably finish <laughs> it and start in on the DLC, which the DLC is brand new to me. I've never played that before. I um, hear the DLC is Minerva's dim. So That's what I hear too. Change, change, I hope, hopefully change your it's
0: opinion just, of the whole package. Maybe, yeah.
2: Hopefully, we'll it's see. better than the the base game because <laughs> I I still have that that same um, that same feeling of the game. Like I like the the worlds. They feel a little more open than the original game. A little less linear. Um, I still don't like the little sister gathering nonsense. I don't. I I still don't like that i still don't like i didn't i didn't like like that in the first
1: one like i didn't know what the payoff was so i don't want to play the game wrong like what am i supposed to do right
2: yeah (laughs) and 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 they the resources seem like so restrictive you can only carry around five like half of the amount of med packs and eve hypos than you could before and i always i'm constantly running out of stuff and relying on the vita chambers more than i want to uh, which is really annoying um but, you know, there's some good stuff about it and some bad stuff about it. You know, so it's, it is what it is at this point. But hopefully the, <laughs> the DLC will change my opinion a, a little bit, at least.
0: I definitely want to watch you play through it, because I haven't really played it myself, the DLC that is.
1: I
2: heard that DLC's and,
0: You know, You know I'm... A- I'm gonna be there for the stream. Didn't they? So,
1: hey, yeah, at least know. for some of it. Didn't they give that studio another game? Yeah. The ones that did uh, Minerva Den when their story was that Two K Marin. Didn't they give them something I'm else sure. after that?
2: Like that was their. They, they might have. They made their chops on that. I DLC. don't remember.
0: Research must be done on that one.
2: I think I don't you're think right. I I, they did something. This is uh, Bioshock
1: <coughs> Two is like a victim of a whole bunch of Two K uh, uh, support studios. They did XCOM
2: mm-hmm. Declassified. Is that what they okay, well, went that. on to
1: do? I guess for 2K.
2: Yeah, that was the only other thing that they've done. Okay. Um, I think did they close? Man, who
0: knows? People get <laughs> yeah, shuffled they, around they, so they much in the games down. industry did right you guys... now. You... That's, the... that's funny. <laughs> Wikipedia
2: says 2K Marin was shut down silently, which has not yeah. been publicly acknowledged by 2K. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> it's like, no, no, they're still there. They're they're in that room over there. Doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> there's like one guy closet. in a janitor's yeah. closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're in <at> Minerva's Den. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, they're in Minerva's den. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we actually changed their names to Janitors Closet. So. 2K Keep turning out great. that Bioshock 2 It's been
1: 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're still working on it. It's Did you be great. guys watch that most yeah. recent PlayStation State of Play show?
0: Yes, Not actually, yet. I was going to talk about that with my game's played, actually, because, um, yeah, I've been playing one of the games oh. from it. So. Oh,
1: good, but uh, just a quick yeah. interjection, all that... Duffer continue, uh, Ken Levine, his new game Judas that looks very Bioshock esque.
0: Very, but he took yeah. he
1: took ten years off to try to not make Bioshock, and then came out with like a super Bioshock.
0: He's got a he's got a thing. Yeah.
1: So what would so make somebody go back to doing something they don't want to do so they know they can uh, bounce back? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Was there a
2: trailer for it in there in there? Because yeah. Okay, I need to see it. And it's not Bioshock, but it's not Bioshock. It's Judas.
0: Exactly there's a big difference one starts with a B I
2: swear I, no, I swear if you play if you play that game and there's a plot twist halfway through where the guy who's guiding you through it turns out to be the bad person <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna flip my table and throw it out the window <laughs> it's
1: totally different this is Minerva's living room
2: <laughs> it's not exactly. the same it's not the same yep. uh, but I'll anyway, no, say that's... that
0: but we're gonna play it either way yeah so. oh
2: yeah absolutely looks sure, yeah, yeah, exactly. awesome <laughs> that, that's all I've been playing it's just those two games.
0: <clears throat> uh, I'll go and jump through mine real quick then, since we were talking about that state of play. They did announce some Silent Hill stuff. That Silent Hill: A Short Message was free, and it was up that night, so I downloaded it and I wanted to play it. Like I, I figured, okay, this is gonna be short. I hear it was like two hours ish. It was supposed to okay. take to beat. I only played for like an hour, so I didn't. I didn't finish it, but. um it's okay. It's a two I didn't hour like game. It you
1: didn't finish. It. <laughs> hey, hey, careful,
0: careful. You know me. I don't I'm in that I, I'm in that camp. I don't I don't like sitting there for more than about an hour to play a game, but it's fine. The thing is, like I started off, I didn't like it at first. I was like, this is like just trying to be PT. And it is a lot trying to be PT. That's whatever. But it has it has a decent ish plot. I don't relate to these like angsty teens, but whatever. It it's really it's fine. It I it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, believe it or not, <laughs>
2: surprise, surprise.
0: But it's uh, it's 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 uh it's okay. It's f- it's it's free. Share <laughs> sure their share their feelings. And failing. it's creepy. I definitely encourage you to try it though. I think you, Richard, would enjoy. it. I downloaded it, it for uh, portal purposes. Yeah, mm. I think I think you'll like it. It's 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 not super scary like you would think it might be. It does have some like uh, scary ish moments, but it's more of a like an atmosphere sort of thing, mm-hmm. right? So, which I'll I love. finish it probably. Pro- Probably no jump scares. It's its own thing completely. It's not a it's not a demo. It's not a teaser. It's oh, it's, it's a standalone. Own thing. It's all it's a standalone. Short thing message. It's a
2: standalone so, demo of the new set. It's a
0: standalone thing. It's different enough. It's different enough. I will say give it more than five minutes though, because I was about ready to give up, but I was like, no, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them the time of day. And I'm glad I did. So yeah, there you go. I've also been playing The absolute hell out of Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. You see, I almost said Yakuza there. I didn't. But yeah, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, the eighth mainline Yakuza game. Have been playing that. Again, I just said Yakuza. Didn't intend to. Whatever. It's just so ingrained in the vernacular of that series. You join the same character, Ichiban Kasuga, after, like, a couple years after the events of the last one. I can't really talk about it too much without getting into spoilers, but, you know, the whole big draw to this is you get get sent on a mission of intrigue to, like, Hawaii. And Hawaii is kind of the new big setting, which you you would think that would, like, be a game changer. And it kind of is to a degree. Like, you can swim. It's a tropical environment versus a more city-type deal. But ultimately, it's very similar. You still have the turn-based combat. You still have fun, wacky characters left and right. You still have, like, the weird Pokemon um, sugimon collection battles. There's, like, a whole Animal crossing s thing. There's, like, a Crazy taxi s thing. It seems like if they wanted to do something cool, if they like a series, then they wanted you to have a version of it to play in this game. The Crazy Taxi bit is kind of like Uber Eats. I think it's called Crazy Eats which of course of course it is, and you ride around on a bicycle and you deliver food, and of course the crazier you are, the more of a tip you get. In one week, I've put about 10 hours into that game. It is going to be a long game, I can already tell, but the plot and the characters, I love them. They're amazing, and I definitely want to get more into it. It's going to be a rough month, though, for me, because Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth is out, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink is out now, Persona 3 Reload is out now, and at the end of the month, I, we have Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. All the re, 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 this, that, and the other. That all comes out. Those are all going to be long RPGs, and I really want to play all of them. So that's going to be, that's going to be a challenge. The only other game I've played this week has been Lego The Hobbit. I've, you know, you know, I've been in this Lord of the Rings mood, and I've been watching the Hobbit movies. So I played Lego The Hobbit on Wii U back in the day, but that is kind of like, I want to say the inferior version, but it's not the best. So I, I started up Lego... The Hobbit on Xbox One, and it's, yeah, and it's Lego the Hobbit. But it's a little bit prettier this time. I Unlike most of the other Lego games, this one you have, like, to collect certain pieces within the environment. Like, you have to break apart stuff. You could always build stuff in Lego games. But this one you more have to, like, actually break apart, collect a certain amount of pieces to build a certain thing to progress. It's a little annoying, but it is kind of in the spirit of, like, Lego, let's build stuff. So it is, it is what it is. I I hate that this, like, never got the DLC. It was supposed to have Battle of the Five Armies DLC. Never got that. So it only goes through An Unexpected Journey and Desolation of Smaug. I think I'm, like, halfway through Unexpected Journey. It's one of the shorter LEGO games, so definitely give it a shot. But if you never played LEGO Lord of the Rings, that's going to be way better. Just play that one instead, and it's way more complete. So I think that's going to be it for me this week i've dabbled in some other stuff but that that's really about it plenty of games to play uh never ends man never, never. ends the the uh, what are we calling it the library now yeah the library <laughs> is always always ever The library present. grows um, one day you'll get to the library check out some titles um, one one day yeah one day sometimes cool well we're gonna take a quick break now when we come back we're gonna be talking about some of our favorite gaming music stay tuned Okay, and we're back. All right, today, episode, we got video game music, some of our favorites, whether it means something to us or if it's just Jiggy, whatever the reason, we each have music that we love from video games, and this is just going to be some of the stuff that we wanted to highlight. This could lend itself to another episode of the same type if it works out. We'll see how it goes. I'm going to go ahead and start it off with us. Uh, start it off with us? Start off with... That, <laughs> start that us off is weird. <laughs> start us off. That's the way I wanted to go. I was like, hold on. This is just sounding weird. We have four tracks. So I picked this first one, and all these I picked are kind of based on, like, um, things that mean something to me. And this uh, this is going to be a little bit of a downer here, this first one. Oh. I'm going to go ahead and play it, and I'll talk about it afterwards. A little bit of a downer, but not not too bad. This is from... Shenmue, by the way, is <laughs> my
3: favorite game ever. No.
0: As you probably expected, <laughs> some Shinmu thing. It is called Memories of Distant Days. Oh, uh, okay. It is from somebody called, and, uh, sorry, it's a Japanese name, I might butcher it, but Osamu Murata, and uh, here it is, a little clip here. chose this one is in the game, this is what you, the, the music that plays when, spoilers for Shinmo, I guess, if you played like the first five minutes, your father gets killed, right? Mm. If you interact with certain things around the, yeah, gasp, sure. interact with certain things around the house, you'll get a memory of your father. So as someone that has lost a parent, in reality, their memories of things... Just memories of distant days, right? So it's it's inconsequential things. One's about him, you know, not wanting to eat his carrots, and his dad like being like, "Look, people work hard to," you know. It's little memories like that, and it could be a parent or a friend or something like that. Just things that this music makes me think back to, just inconsequential things that stick with me throughout my life, and it's just like. It gets to me a little bit sometimes because I'll be thinking about like oh it's just some random thing, and it's um, I don't know life is short and it's one of those like I say it's a little bit of a downer. That's a great. But, theme. I mean, his la- his last words to Rio was friends are there for you even after parents oh. die. That's that's one of the, the one thing that his father said to him and you know I don't know that just stuck with me so that music will always mean a lot to me. Great theme. But I'm gonna kick it over to Richard with his that was a first one you let me know oh, when good. it was kind it. of <laughs> reminiscent of the
1: um like the ace attorney series when they're like reviewing something or thinking back from the past it kind of has um, similar. i do yeah, like that good, music, right? actually <laughs> uh you can fire mine up mine doesn't have a sentimental attachment it has a an excitement of an unattainable type game of the era uh when i first heard the music from this um, this was a console I didn't have i don't think I had a console at all but I liked these games and this represented like what games could be like what we could get with the future of the medium with the uh, with this track and then I'll elaborate a little bit afterwards
0: okay there we go
3: That was Bloody <laughs> Tears
1: from uh, Rondo of Blood or Akujumu Dracula X, I think it was titled, for the PC Engine Super CD-ROM, 1993, Japanese-only okay, release.
0: Has mm. anybody listened to Brintle Floss? I'm just going to yeah. throw that out there. Okay. The, he sings this. He adds lyrics? lyrics to this, and the whole time it's playing. Oh, yeah. You'll have to put the link out there with your show <laughs> and notes. I'm, I'm singing along. I'm oh, singing no no, no, never mind. It's going to ruin playing. it. I don't want to...
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, it might, it might a little bit. But uh, this, as a, <laughs> I, I loved Castlevania games, and this was like one that we never got. It was always this like historic. It had an anime opening, and just it was special, man. And and this was Red Book audio on a CD-ROM. Like, what do we do? What what are games until 3D came along, and then DVD-ROM and all this sort of things. Like, what are we gonna fill this space with? And Rondo of Blood had Red Book audio, and that is by Akira Suju. Mm-hmm. Kaizu Nakamura, Tomoko Sano, and Mikio Saito, they composed the soundtrack. And that just, uh, I love this series. Still sounds good. It still holds up, which a lot of music from 1993 may or may not, depending on your taste. But that's, that's a solid track in one of my four.
0: All right. Yeah, I love that. I love that music as well. The yeah, uh, listen to the Brental Floss track with, it's good, but listen I got to it, it at your own I- risk. I'll I'll scope it out.
1: Uh, On a side note, I got a chance to play this on actual Turbo Duo hardware before that PSP collection came out and everybody had access to it. Hmm. That was so fucking awesome. It was like this realized dream of, like, you know, imagine seeing Super Mario 64 on a a Nintendo 64 not ever having access to it. Like, there's probably no way I'll ever be able to play this, but I've seen these clips or I've seen these screens and then... Uh, a friend of mine had a Turbo Duo, and I actually got to play this on a CRT. Well, CRTs were standard at the time, but it was just like, it was mind-blowing. It was everything. It fully lived up to the hype and the everything I thought it was going to be, and that
0: that is one of the best tracks out of that game, I think. So even though Dwight couldn't be here today, he has provided us with uh, four tracks for you to listen to. This one's going to be from Sonic the hedgehog 3 on genesis without knuckles attached this is just you know you have to play it without the knuckles attachment and this is uh, this is it right here
3: I, I mean, robot, not a robot hearts with the, <laughs> <laughs> Hey yeah, man, that
1: built in Yamaha <laughs> FM chip was second to none at the time it came out.
3: <laughs>
1: oh,
2: that got me. the little Michael Jackson.
3: Come on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Great pick. That's cool. Great pick. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about mine a little bit before we play it. Um, so yeah. this is one of the many uh, music tracks from system shock Two. Um, there, there are a few of the tracks in System Shock 2 that I'm not super fond of, but a lot of them are really good. And this is one of them. Uh, this is on the hydroponics level when you're walking around, um, among a bunch of like science equipment and a lot of plants, a lot of like cryogenic stuff. Um, and I don't know, I I just really like the, the kind of creepy backgroundy feel of this track. Uh, Especially when you contrast it with some of the other more techno y tracks. Uh, So go ahead and uh, cue it up. up. So that's that's just oh, that a small clip of it. It goes on for a little longer than that, but but yeah, it's it's really good for setting like an atmosphere, just like the creepy atmosphere of and it it really adds to the rest of the sound of the game where you're walking around and you hear like things moving down the hall, you hear, you know, monkeys chattering or you hear, you know, a protocol <laughs> droid coming to blow up in your face. Um it just it really adds a lot to that that whole Definitely great sad, atmosphere so. and tone oh, uh, that's very eric.
0: spoopy yeah <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: absolutely yep so that's that's uh eric brosius who's the composer for that um hmm. fun fact mm-hmm. his his wife uh terry brosius is the voice of shodan in that game and the previous oh. one so it felt a uh, half-life-ish like that mix
1: of industrial complex yes. but like organic dripping and dread and creeping and that sort of thing mm-hmm. foreboding yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah, super foreboding, this, or like aliens, or something like that. It almost has like a yeah. you're walking you're walking down a hallway, and you don't know what's around the corner. I I
2: guarantee you, all of those were probably um, major influences yeah. for for the entire System Shock 2 soundtrack. Um, yeah. And this came out in '94, damn. Um, so or, or not '94 '95 rather. the 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 first one was '94. The second one was '99. Um, so it probably did mm. take some inspiration from Half Life. So Half Life was ninety I, I think. Eight. Yeah.
0: I did, yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah. Sounds right. In, in late nineties. Yeah. <laughs> land on that one. Uh. Great pick, John. Let's see. Uh my next one here. Again, all these are kind of tied to like a a feeling that they provide me. <laughs> You're hooked on a feeling. This one is um hooked on a feeling. <laughs> this one is a I totally different feeling than the last one. The last one was kinda not depressing, but it was, rem, you know, reminiscent? Rem, it was, a, you know, it was moody. This is uh, what I play when I want to relax. And it's very relaxing, and there's thankfully there's, like, a 30-minute loop on YouTube. Honestly, uh-huh. if I go to work in the morning, and there's, like, people playing death metal, <laughs> and, like, I have a million things to do, and I'm trying to just zone out and, like, relax. This is, um, and I could not find the composer for this, by the way. I just... I've looked online. People can't seem to find it. Wow. He's not credited. It's called uh, the Breeze Song, and it's from Harvest Moon: A Wonderful Life. I'm gonna go ahead and play you the clip now. It's uh, i say it's very relaxing to me.
1: Like I'm in a a starting town in an RPG.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does kind of have that vibe. That is very farmy music.
0: It's it's and the thing is about that one game and and I think people do like that game, but it has among the Harvest Moons, it's probably one of the like least favorite because it's the least busy. Like a lot of people, like I like to have all this shit going. People go to Harvest Moons. People like Starting Valley intensity and pace. They do (laughs) a lot of times actually because. (laughs) Once you get a lot of stuff going, right? Uh, You know, you have all this stuff to manage. You're like, you're on a strict schedule. This game is not like that. It's very relaxed.
1: If the
2: locusts come eat your crops, you're just
3: like,
0: it's fine. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, now I just have a locust farm instead of a, a grain farm. <laughs>
0: there cause. you go. to look on the bright side of things. Uh, that's going to be my second one. Richard, go ahead uh, with your next uh song. I had to
1: pick a song from this franchise. This is kind of a culmination of themes. Maybe it's a cheat answer. Um, this is from Bungie's in-house composers at the time, Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore. Uh, Michael <laughs> Salvatore still does the Destiny stuff, but Marty O'Donnell had a very public breakup uh-huh. with... Uh, Bungie over the Destiny score Uh, but this is of course from Halo 3 Uh, it's kind of self explanatory you'll get a lot of the piano riffs that kind of were incorporated from Halo 3 you'll still hear some of the Gregorian chants that you know from that Halo theme but it just uh, (laughs) it encompassed the feeling from those games and this is is towards the end when that initial mission is complete and honestly they could have left this franchise at this like uh, we don't know uh, Chief's still out there drifting in space, and that would have been perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. This is from Halo three uh from two thousand and seven on the Xbox 360.
0: Goosebump song. One of these days I'll play <laughs> Got the chills. Oh, Duffer, you're in for... Yeah. Oh, it's like 10 you bucks do. on Steam
1: right now. Get all of them. Get that Master Chief collection on Steam.
0: Uh, oh, you're in for a treat, <laughs> I'd down, man. I'd be down to co-op.
1: <laughs> it is good stuff. It is good oh, stuff. Oh, and this, like, the moment that, from, the, from the, the very first cutscene, and that music that plays, and the ship you're on, and the attack, and you're trying to figure out what's happening, and you land on the halo, it all leads to that song that I just played. And it's like that song is the culmination nice. of what you've been trying to accomplish for three games, two consoles, and six years, <laughs> six or seven years at that point. But it's uh, it's special, man. There's a relationship that builds up between
0: those those three games, and it's special. Okay, and now I'm going to go ahead and play the second track Dwight has provided us with. This is from Comic Zone on the Sega Genesis. I personally love this one. It's got a little bit of jigginess going on with it. Here we
3: go. Step one, two. Sega!
1: Robot farts. Cut.
0: <laughs> Comic Zone. Comic Zone's a great one. That's oh. a great choice as well. I wish I would have heard more of the music because the game is. This is <laughs> so like, hard. I have to, go, have to look up the music separately. <laughs> Difficult puts it mildly. <laughs> brutal. Yeah, brutal. Uh, well
1: done, Duffer, because I just tried to buy you Master Chief collection, but it's already in your library. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. You were on it, man. That.
0: You were on it. I was in there. <laughs> one of us was going to so it's fine if you, if you didn't get there. it on your own
2: <laughs> alright so my second one is from King's Quest 7 uh, this is one of the tracks that plays well actually it's the only well no it's it's not the only one but it's one of the tracks that plays in the town of Falderall and the town of Falderall is uh, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, what Monty Python describes Camelot it's, a, city, it's a silly place <laughs> um it's it's very much it's considered a nonsense land as, hmm. as one of the one of the uh, descriptions of it. But there's a lot of weird stuff, a lot of wordplay, a lot of um, silly gags and things going on in this town. And this song, um, it sticks in my head because it perfectly encapsulates what that town is all about. And you'll you'll understand when you hear it, I think. So go ahead and play that. So yes. that that's literally a robot farting. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's pretty much what that town is just like random nonsense just it's happening. It's very whimsical. All the time. Like and a, that's pretty much what that song an is. An RPG yeah. town. Yeah. Like it reminds me of a
0: yeah. anyone else get home alone vibes for some reason? I I just got like a reminds <laughs> me of a why. Final Fantasy nine yeah. town that you'll wander
1: into. And there's a parade happening or something random. Yeah. Okay. What's that from, Duffer? Mm-hmm. This is a
2: duffer ass list, by the way. <laughs> System <laughs> yes, Shock, King's Quest. <laughs> That, yeah, that, that's from King's Quest and 7, Seven, and that's uh, composer's Neil Grantstaff for that one. There's actually, interestingly, four different composers for. Um, King's Composer Quest by 7, committee. He's the one who. Yeah, but he he's the one who composed that specific track, as far as I could tell. I I think I I feel like the list I found was fairly accurate. So. It's hmm. a good one.
0: Great pick.
1: And I wouldn't. Like I didn't I, I grow up with PC to games to like that, so
2: I've never it. had access to those soundtracks. Essentially.
0: Hmm. It's
2: very cool. Yeah. That was the first, or no, it wasn't the first King's Quest to come out on CD, but it was one of them. So it it obviously had higher quality sound than the original ones. Utilize Dolphins. that. Yeah. It was, I think, the first one to come out on Windows. 6 may have had a Windows version, but 7 definitely DOS. did. DOS before that and like 20 floppy disks.
0: Music files were just too heavy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, maybe that, that could be it. Who knows? Yeah. That actually was a good reason for CDs. Yeah. Uh All right, cool. I'm going to go ahead and move along to my next one here. This one, again, it generates a feeling, right? This is uh, from... (laughs) He was talking about a duffer list. This is definitely a Michael thing. (laughs) This is from Yo-Kai Watch 1, 2, 3. It's in all the Yo-Kai Watch games. Actually, I don't think it's in 3. I don't know. Research, whatever. It is New Sakura Town, which Sakura Town is the town you're in. And I think in English it's called Springdale or something. It doesn't really matter. It is from uh, Kanita Kine- Again, Japanese name. Sorry if I butcher it. Kanichiro Saigo and Tomoki Kikuya. What this brings to mind to me is being a kid again. Because the beginning of this game... Of course it's a game about battling like monsters, yada yada yada. You don't start that way in this game. You start that way meeting with your friends. You're going to go hunt bugs. You're going to try and, like, do odd jobs around town to save up so you can go buy ice cream from the convenience store. <laughs> stuff like that. You got to, like, I mean, it's it's even to the point where you have to, like, hit the little button on the street crossing thing. Because, you you know, to cross the street, to not get get by a car. Stupid stuff. It makes me think of, like, hanging out with friends as a kid. It's very nostalgic. Even if the game came out in 2014 or something like that, it, like, brought back memories of childhood. So I'm going to go ahead and awesome. play this for you.
1: stuff that's like wandering it's so nice, down a trail yeah. and not knowing where it leads to mm-hmm. and maybe yeah. taking a bag of chips small
3: very and, small and, town yeah. feeling
0: yep this for the for the well it is a small town you're into and that's another thing like everybody knows everybody mm-hmm. and um this for the longest time was my alarm tone and a lot of people say never put a song you like as your alarm tone because you'll yeah. associate it nah i never got sick of this song this song immediately it went off and i'm like all right, let's go. <laughs> let's make, let's make, let's make something out of this day, right? So, um, that's going to be my number three. Back to me. Uh, Richard. Uh, uh, I'm looking at my lists yeah, and I yeah. realize
1: this is like my two formative area eras. So we have like early 90s and like early 2000s to mid 2000s, I guess. Uh, this one is from 1989, so that's definitely in that, falls into that category. This was my third or fourth Game Boy game. So we're going to get some. Uh, Dwight's been blessing us with 16-bit magic. I'm gonna I'm gonna sprinkle some uh, 8-bit dust <laughs> on us. Uh, so surprisingly, and I, I've played this, I have thousands of hours in some iteration of this game across my 37 years, and I did not know that this version uh, was composed by. He uh, goes by Hip Tanaka, but it's Hirokazu Tanaka at Nintendo, longtime composer. Did a, put a lot of themes in like Link's yep. Awakening and. Worked on Kid Icarus and he has his own tune. What's that, Michael? <laughs> he has his own yeah. tune.
0: His like, that he hides. Yeah, he's got in like, like a secret games. tune. That's, oh, oh well, duffer. Uh, go
1: down that wormhole. Watch, Find some YouTube thing that's well produced that, that highlights all of the Tanaka's theme in, in games that
0: he hides. You know what? Just for the hell of it, it's hidden somewhere oh. in this
1: episode. Look at <laughs> oh. that. Easter egg. Yeah. All right, Michael, you won't have to play too much of this one. They'll know what's up. Oh, we're
0: yeah. all going to get it immediately. Here we go. Never get tired of it. Never get
1: tired of this. And I will make sure the music is playing when I play this game.
0: That around and that is from
1: the Game Boy saying. version of Tetris. <laughs> that is the Type A theme. Uh, it is the default theme. Mm-hmm.
0: Some would say that's the best yes, version I, of Tetris. I agree. <laughs> Even I today.
1: I agree. Um, like I said, one of my first Game Boy games. It never gets old. You get stereo sound out of that little Game Boy. The original Nintendo was a mono device, and this was actual stereo sound. And the Game Boy that came with Tetris, this game, came with headphones. They wanted you to listen to it this way. It was intended. It felt like an integration of music and game. Even before, that was a, a huge piece of, of entertainment for us. But Timeless never gets old. It's on my Mount Rushmore of games, probably. Uh, that Tetris Game Boy. Yeah, the yep. L block. Leave so. me leave me on a desert island with a Game Boy and a copy of Tetris. Uh, I'll probably be okay. <laughs>
0: mm, arg- arguably the best game you yeah, could it's possibly not bad. have. Yeah. Or preferably one that's connected to the internet with an internet um, connection. You know. <laughs> and thing, I
2: believe... There. I didn't know. But, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I didn't know the Game Boy had stickers. Yeah,
1: that was one of the big things on the box. And I think it came out for eighty nine sure. ninety nine, which is a lot more, you know, with inflation and such. But you got this game with it. So, and I think that's isn't that yeah. Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies? No, it's not the right. Yeah, no. it's that's a common theme. That Tetris type A theme is not. I think he adapted that to Game Boy, but it was probably open source.
0: A lot, of, a lot of games actually use uh, Tchaikovsky. Um, one of my favorite movies, Dracula. One of uh, Jonathan's favorite games, Loom, is like mm. a bunch of Tchaikovsky. Yep, um, and, and a lot of... I, I don't know if they actually directly added anything like that into Tetris, but it, it has very, like... It's very inspired. <laughs> I'll put it that way.
1: Those early musical compositions oh. of the song from 1898 is a traditional Russian song. Koro biniki okay. oh. is widely known as the Tetris theme tune. And that particular A-type one mm-hmm. was arranged in 1989
2: by Tanaka. You know, it does sound kind of like one of those tunes that you would see the people doing like the traditional Russian dances and stuff too
1: hey for, mm-hmm. from Russia with fun
0: that's Tetris mm. <laughs> there you go should put that on the box okay the third one that Dwight has provided us with is from another one of his all time classics this is from Revenge of Shinobi here we go <laughs> Not gonna lie, I thought there was a car going down the road. It yeah. Where's that from
2: <laughs> out my window? Yep. All right, so my third one. Let me switch back to what I was. Are you continuing there. the duffer list? My third one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. This is, this is another duffer game. Duffer game. <laughs> missed three. Realms of not Mist. Not yet. Not no, no missed on. No no mist. Um, so this is from King's Quest Six. Okay. <laughs> I did say not yet, but there's actually no no missed on on this list. Okay. Okay. No, no missed on, on the list. Oh. here. Uh yeah, uh-huh. this is this is King's Quest Six. Now <laughs> this is <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> I have to I have to preface this because King's Quest Six came out in nineteen ninety-two. So think about the type of music that was around in nineteen ninety-two uh while mm-hmm. while you listen to this clip, uh, because it is it is a very it is very uh nineteen
0: ninety-two <laughs> clip. Okay. That's a good way to put it. <laughs>
3: It seems so far away and I just need to hear your voice I just need to
1: I
2: just listened to.
0: <laughs> that man brought a
2: ballad. That is, yeah, so that is Girl in the Tower. That is the theme song for King's Quest 6. Um, so okay. Mark's, Mark, Mark, um, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. It's either Sebert or Cybert. I'm not positive. I found yeah. both pronunciations online. But um, So he was the composer for that game and he, um, he wrote that song actually for King's Quest 5 and it was the theme song for a girl that you meet in in um, that game and then she shows up again in king's quest six and this time it was just instrumental in five and in six he wrote this whole like pebo bryson ish uh ballad for it um and that's why i prefaced it with the year because this is something that would be super popular in Hell that yeah. time is that on uh, cd-rom like how, you know people laugh yeah, at it how now they get but, that. it had to be on cd-rom yeah. i guess <laughs> no well no actually that i think how would that have I, been on a one meg floppy disk? I'm pretty disc? sure that Magic. that was.
1: Uh-uh,
2: that's a CD-ROM track. It must. It An must have been because ninety two would have been like, CD-ROM. I, 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 so. Yeah, it, it did have King's Quest. Did have a, six? Did have a CD-ROM version? I thought I remembered that being in the floppy version, but I could be wrong. It's been a long time since I played the original floppy. So the whole the whole um, damn
0: floppy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so Com- so yeah. compressed yeah, so, as hell. I mean, it, it may have been it may have been super compressed. I don't remember. That was a that was a much high, more higher uh, quality clip that I found online. But reminded yeah. me of the uh, yeah. ballad "Lost in the Woods" from Frozen
1: Two that Kristoff uh, is singing. Yeah, it had that very. Oh yeah, kind
0: of. Oh no, never seen Frozen Two. But yeah,
2: I love <laughs> that gotten... song. So I mean, uh, as, as as cheesy and corny as it is today, uh, it's it's still I one mean... of my favorite video game tunes. So. Yeah. Uh, and then there's and that's forever. not like that was a minute long clip that's in the whole that's a whole song like versus yeah. it's got there's a female duet in there i mean it's it's a legitimate song
0: it's a whole ass thing yeah we'll find it i have to find it uh, outside of outside of this uh, recording here yeah i, I encourage that. you to do the same my last one here is gonna be a surprise to nobody it's one of my favorite series Finish of drunk. all time whenever i hear this music it immediately gets me in adventure mood this is like peak adventure like high adventure you know what it is already probably <laughs> there are multiple versions of this theme this is the main theme of this series it's koichi Sugiyama dragon quest theme this is from dragon quest 9 here we go <laughs> Good ass theme, goosebumps. Ah, so good. There, there, like there are various versions of that theme. Like some start off differently. I like the way that one starts, even if it is a bit of a lo- little, bit of a longer lead in, though. Um, I don't really have a reason why. I just, I just do. That was the one for nine and ten. Um, but man, whenever I hear that, I just immediately am like, yes, let's go JRPG time now. I just immediately, once that, like, the crescendo hits, I just imagine, like, the, like, there's always a cutscene of all the characters dance, not the dancing around, but, you know, sweep of all the characters in the, ah, good stuff. It's it's peak high fantasy, really. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just, and it's been around forever. They've been using a very similar theme since the very first one. Is there uh, any way to play 9
1: these days? Or is it just the, uh, offline component? Yeah, it's on DS. Okay, I thought it was, like,
0: heavily online. No, you can play it offline. I, I, I played the whole game uh, okay. uh, offline. Nine has a multiplayer component, and if you ever do want to play it, uh, you know I'd be down. But Not out? Yeah, it's 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 a whole-ass game you can play by yourself.
1: <laughs> I like those whole-ass
0: games. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. <laughs> I've never heard that version
1: games. of Nine. That one's good. That is a solid theme, though. It makes you feel like it it's uh, you're busting through mm-hmm. the gates and
2: something's about to... Something's about to start, mm-hmm. or something, yeah, something just finished, and you're like celebrating at a parade afterward.
0: Yeah. I almost, I almost put the well, you know, what? I'll save that for another time.
1: Dude, we could make an just entire right uh, series out of almost puts. Sophie's choice <laughs> for true. video game music oh, yeah. over here. I, oh, gosh.
0: there's so much. There's so much. I had to cut so much.
1: I could do <laughs> Hi, Richard. What's your I could do four to five per here. platform. So it was kind of refreshing to mm. just yeah uh, same. It was kind of refreshing same. to just have four and be able to hone in on those and and decide why they were important uh, my fourth and final title is from a playstation 2 game uh, i was working retail at the time and um uh, i would say similar to rondo of blood but this is that era of game discovery where you have to discover it through a magazine or maybe the the vendor sends you a tape or a dvd where you see some clips of an upcoming game it's not you don't see it on YouTube, or maybe there's a commercial. You get lucky, and there's a commercial on actual TV. I used to be blown away when I would see, like, the Final Fantasy IX Coke commercial on TV. It's like, oh, look, the game's on TV! And, uh... <laughs> but now, I mean, they're just everywhere now, so it's it doesn't have that spark. But uh, we got this demo in to the store and popped it into our PS2 and immediately racked up pre-orders, and it came out for 40 bucks and it was an instant buy. Um... You play as a character called Wanderer, 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 and you're in this land with very little story. You have no clue what you're doing. Uh, You have a horse and you have a sword, and there's a glowing light that comes out of the sword that tells you where to go to, and it is essentially a boss rush mode of, what, 16 or 18, I believe, bosses, and not much else in that universe. You have to put those pieces (laughs) together yourself. But the piece I selected, uh, listen to this whole score, this whole soundtrack is just fantastic. Uh, it's by Ko Otani. Yeah. Um, this track is called the Open Way. Uh, as you fight one of these bosses, there's certain ways to like expose the weaknesses of them. Just it's not any more novel than any other video game. Do blank. Uh, try to figure out how to expose the weakness of the boss, right? But there's this rushing theme. Uh, when you take on each one, there's a there's a different way to expose this weakness. But once you've done so, you get this rushing theme that uh, maybe you'll finally be able to take down this this giant. Colossus. Yeah, I was it's right there. Yeah. So to add on to that, just Very because nice. you've you've gotten this theme, it's not you're not done. You can still be shaken off of the Colossus. Uh, it can grab you. It can uh, let's say it was a bird that flew too close to the ground and you jumped on top of it. It could shake you off or get too high and you fall off of it. Or it could go back underwater and uh, you can also run out of grip. This was a, a game with a stamina meter that's much yeah. maligned in, say the more recent Zelda games among certain players. But uh, when you heard this, you knew you knew you were making at least some sort of progress. and even if you had to loop back around, it, it, was, it was it was coming. And this whole entire game is special. You can play it on PS2 uh, at like eight frames per second in certain areas. <laughs> there's a PS3 remake uh, bundled with Ico, and that one is in 3D, and you can stream that if you have that top tier PS5 online service. And there's a fantastic uh, PS4 native remake by Blue Point Games.
0: That you can also play. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah. it has an unlocked f- It's a reason to keep a PS four pro, yeah. I think, too, because uh I think it, it's one of those games that runs better on PS4 it Pro. It was than patched PS5, on PS
1: five recently. I've currently. done a deep dive. For some ungodly reason oh, it? I did a okay, deep dive nice. on this and ICO not too horribly long ago. And uh it now runs mm-hmm. better. They didn't officially they didn't Might officially announce it or anything, but you don't have the weird texture glitches and stuff that was in there before, but uh, nice. Again, another like pantheon of gaming. Uh, a Mount Rushmore title, <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus is great. And listen to the whole score; it's just as mystical uh, and adventurous, and tense and calming. And it, it runs the, it
0: truly runs the gambit there. It's, it's a great one. One of the few games that can absolutely yeah. piss me off, <laughs> but also like make me feel absolutely just uh, enthralled with excitement that I took this thing down or figured the thing out that I needed to do. Uh, after rattling, yeah. you know. <laughs> 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 it,
1: sh- or it shakes yeah, exactly. you mercilessly you know? off its wing and you just watch your stamina meter tick down while you know it's just doing this thing and you're like, please yep. stop, I gotta
0: I, I gotta stab you. Would you freaking stop? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 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 uh, that is The stuff.
1: Opened Way from Shadow of the Colossus uh. and uh, Koa Otani.
0: All right, we got one more here from Dwight. It's, this is the Streets of Rage ending theme. Here
3: we go.
1: Lottery. like it's got a ease because streets of rage is a brawler so you've been fighting mm-hmm. for your life the entire game it's a good one i love what uh those composers were able to do with the 8 and 16-bit sound chips like before they had cd-rom access and other stuff and what they were able to pull out of these machines often with built-in like the just the built-in sound quality of it that whole uh final fantasy 7 score i almost put you know we we have a whole series of almost puts on this list that whole Final Fantasy VII score was yeah, composed on the in the in PlayStation sound chip. It wasn't pulling yeah, it wasn't pulling anything extra off the off the disc. It was all it was all what's built into that hardware, which is insane. That was a great selection. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that ending theme before. I've heard Streets of Rage music my whole life, and I've never heard that ending theme before. That was a good pick. Damn, we should all have all done Genesis uh songs. I understood the assignment. <laughs>
0: You could you could just run your stuff through like a ChipTune uh, emulator <laughs> or, or like a like, the yeah. Colossus. <laughs> something that <laughs> farts it out. Yeah, he he needs those fart sounds, man. Those robot <laughs>
1: farts. Yeah, they have they have very distinct sounds, and it's fun. There's there's artists on YouTube that'll do like Streets of Rage on Super Nintendo's Sony uh, sound chip, and they'll do Donkey Kong Country, but it's on the Genesis Yamaha FM chip, and it's just like hearing those interpretations is awesome. Good pick.
2: All right, so the very last one um for me and and for all of us i suppose um mm-hmm. this is actually this is a little more of a mellower note um that we're mm. going to end on no more ballads no more ballads uh, but this wild. is the opening theme uh, this is from a, a 2022 game actually okay very recent oh. this is the opening theme from Digimon Survive um okay. i don't think I, I, i'm curious how many people actually played this game i saw it it kind of got <laughs> mixed to uh uh reviews um but I, I thought it was a really great game. It was a really great visual novel. And, you know, it's Digimon, so I'm a sucker for Digimon, you know, anyway. What? But, um News to me. Yeah, exactly. But I thought this was a really great tune. It stuck with me. Uh, every time I, I heard it, like, starting up the game, I just wanted to sit there and listen to it. Because it's just, it's such a beautiful tune. And it was stuck, like, running circles in my head for, you know, long after I finished playing the game. What's so, the
3: title
1: again, Duffer? Uh, that's Digimon I, I what? Really,
2: like this one, I, I did the the game is Digimon survive. survive. I don't think this has a specific. I don't think the song has a specific. Just, title. The, title it's just the, okay. music. the title screen. Uh, music, okay. The title screen, music. Yeah. And this is composed by Tomoki Miyoshi. So. All right. Go ahead and play that for me.
3: the whole small thing clip
2: of it the, the actual song is 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 longer but that was um, good but yeah it's re- it's a really lovely theme so if you haven't heard it i i highly suggest looking it up on i'm one looking one that two. one up um that one in girl in the tower girl in the tower as well eh, <laughs> but um of it's course okay. it's okay have but yeah ballad. they're, they're uh, <laughs> i'll just go i'll look at the digimon
3: one <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: no no
2: no ballad for me but yeah, it's a great it's a great t- song, and I think it fits the tone of the game really well because the the tone of the game is very is very somber as well. And the Digimon of, game, um, there's a lot of in- important oh. choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it gets it gets heavy. I mean, it's the heaviest. I haven't played Cyber Sleuth or any of the other Digimon games, but it's a lot heavier than I expected a Digimon game to be. And again, it's a it's mostly visual novel. Okay. Yeah, it's mostly visual novel with. Uh, some tactical uh, um, SMT-ish battles thrown in in the middle. But, um, but yeah, it fits the mood of the of the, the whole thing really well. And uh, it's an excellent, excellent pick. All. I like that.
0: I, I, the whole time I'm listening to this, I'm like, this sounds like uh, Shenmue slash Professor Layton. music, of. like shoved yeah. together. That's kind of what that does the vibe sound like gave something you would, I heard a Mulan Shenmue, theme yeah. of sorts. It definitely sounds like it's up my... Yeah, I can thing. actually see yeah. that as well. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's going to be our picks for uh, lots lots of great music you should go look up. Obviously, we can't play the whole things here because uh, somebody somewhere would probably not like that. So those are just <laughs> some little clips. I definitely <laughs> encourage you to go check those out. We're going to go ahead and move on to our game and anime recommendations for this week. I'm going to go ahead and start off with the anime and I I know I've talked about this before, <laughs> I've talked about it, but it's not on that list, so That's I'm just list, I'm, I'm so. rolling with it. This is Ghost Stories. This is not a particularly good oh. show. <laughs> but I'm not recommending it for the show itself. I'm, so confused I'm by recommending this it for the dub. Well, we recommend an anime and a game. You just said you're not so recommending. Let me just it. talk about bit. So uh, <laughs> I am recommending it for the dub. <laughs> The, the dub, dub yeah. is not accurate to the show okay. whatsoever they just went completely off the rails
3: mm-hmm.
0: i'm not i'm gonna I'm just gonna preface this too if you are offended easily, do not listen to this yeah yeah <laughs> it's quite offensive, but if you can take a joke it's funny it's very funny to listen to mm-hmm. uh you could definitely tell they had so much fun recording this um and i think uh was it um What's that company that's putting, Disco Tech? They Discotech, just put this yeah. out on Blu-ray. Yep. Um, so, And and that, that version even has the original if you just really want to watch it as it was intended to be watched. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think you should watch it for the dub. It's very funny. Uh, I, I'm not going to play any clips or anything like that, but just YouTube it. And if it seems like your thing, check it out. The whole show is a guess to be honest. So. If
2: you've seen that meme of the anime boy gesturing up at a butterfly that's floating around out there, that is from Ghost yeah. stories.
0: There you go. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's good good stuff. <laughs> Who's got the game? It's got to be Dwight by looking at this list. <laughs> so Dwight had the game recommendation. Obviously, he's not here to give it, so uh, I know what it is. I'm just going to go throw it in there because I've played it as well. And that's going to be Steel Rising, which is a Souls-like game that came out last year. Uh, Dwight like I said Dwight and I both played we both loved it it is about a uh, automaton in the French Revolution that you play as and she's she's very much robotic and and gonna, methodical at the beginning of the game but as you go on she kind of gains a personality and a lot of people aren't talking about this game a lot of people just it it, it went overlooked I think cuz it was just kind of a lower budget thing at the time And, uh you know people love Lies of P and that's out and if you like that game or you like that sort of thing i think you'll really enjoy this one so definitely check out steel rising i'm also going to throw in there too i'm going to throw in there too it is the only souls game i've ever played with a difficulty setting (laughs) and thank god because that's how i was able to play it (laughs) you yep it it has a difficulty setting and it makes the game playable (laughs) so there's that (laughs) For people like me that don't want to sit there and struggle, struggle, struggle. Same.
3: Yeah.
2: You can change it at yeah. any time, right? You could change it at any
0: time. Yeah. You can. You can change it mid boss fight if you want to. If you're having that much of a hard time, because I did that. <laughs> yeah. If you ever wanted to get into them, that, that this would probably be the place to start. Uh, I I I I stand behind this cool. recommendation one hundred percent. So. Yeah,
2: that's probably going to be my
3: first. Uh, let's Souls see. Game what also. have we
0: got? What have we got next week? You know what? This week. We yeah. I guess I should have led with this, but this week was supposed to be the non MCU Marvel movies, the rest volume one, uh, as you have probably noticed, this is not what happened. We switched <laughs> around the order a little bit, My So fault. next week we'll be talking about now. It's fine. I have, I need to get caught up too. um, next week we'll be talking about non MCU Marvel movies. Look forward to that. Let's see. Do, 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 do. You can find the show on Twitter. It's going to be at Game Room Pod. I, myself, I'm going to be at MicMac IRL. I do stream on Twitch pretty frequently now, mm-hmm. at least two, three times a week. I'm on it. You're doing a good job, Mike. To...
3: Yeah, yeah, I, I jump in there me. when
0: I can. Um, good job, me. Huzzah.
3: And Did you I, beat that yeah, Martian game?
0: Uh, that's going to be at Michael underscore McLeod. Michael underscore McLeod. There we go. Share the experience. Jonathan.
2: Uh, Enchanter Mon on all the places. I post my stream announcements on X... Uh, and I post uh, on Twitch um, every Monday and Thursday, usually starting around 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, like I said, I've been playing through Bioshock 2 and um, uh, Resident Evil and Persona 5, the, the three yes. games I'm working on right now. And Quite th- yeah. the juggler of games. <laughs> yeah. And by, by the time this goes up, I'll probably still be working on all this. You playing the guess. first Resident Evil? Um, definitely the last one This, this is going to go up next week, so, yeah. First Resident Evil, yeah, the remake, yeah. That's
0: his uh, Game Club game from I Dwight. I need to play that one. Mm-mm. That one's on my list of shame. Yeah. You could probably guess where Persona 5 came from. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so um, that is yeah, That is where I'll be. All right.
0: Richard, bring us home. Uh,
2: I'm part of the you, Voltron
1: that, that is uh, no podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premiere video game podcast, as Michael well knows, <laughs> and helped launch. Uh, We record, uh, we try to do it at the beginning of the week. It's usually Monday nights unless somebody's schedule moves around. Uh, We've been streaming a lot of Warzone during the weekends, so it'll be like a five or six hour stream. We'll play Warzone on like a Friday night or Saturday night. Um, I've been going through uh, the Gears of War games with uh, a friend of the show, and we're doing that Mm -hmm. on Thursday nights. So usually on Thursday nights, 8.15 Eastern Standard Mm -hmm. Time. Uh, you'll see us playing Gears of War. We're on Gears of War Ultimate. I forgot to mention that in the games I've been playing earlier, but nice. He's never played any of them, so we're going through those campaigns, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait! To, I can't wait to get to Gears of War two. This this one's good. Like this is a good remake, but man, it really takes off with Gears two. And uh, you can find us on everything as No Podcast, uh, Twitch, YouTube, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever your preferred podcast client is you'll find our rss feed and uh thank you guys as always for having me on i always appreciate it it's it's a good time it's always good to have you um always learn something new from you guys and it's just (laughs) it's fun it's fun talking games it's all i think almost all of us worked retail at some point and it, it it captures that same exposure and influence and just outside opinions that you might nor- not normally have been exposed to before and it's it's always a lot of mm-hmm. fun and I, I consider you guys friends so it's been i like getting on here and uh and chatting with you guys well, i would hope so i get to come on and yeah. uh and check oh, in yeah. with them and it's always a good time so i appreciate you having me on again always it nice always to, have, more to friends. have you sir
0: <laughs> uh but with that we're gonna leave you until next week non-mcu movies see you then goodbye see ya